Pickaxe. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Triforce Q Christmas music. Oh, jingle, 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 jingle time. Oh, is certainly it? feeling you want the angelic one. Festive. No, well, I'll get Tom to put some in the background. We don't have to. I'll oh. just sing it. Okay. Right, no, no, forget it. You know, well, let's do that. Um, I, can't, I can't. You do the bass. You do the backing. Boom, 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 boom. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, rock, jingle Like that, you mean? G- give me a lick. What's that? What, what's, what song are you singing? Jingle bell rock. Cool. That's um, the jingle bell rock. That one. Oh, it's yeah. a right time. It's a right time. It's a right time. <laughs> it's like a little American like crooner from the lounge uh, singer. From yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, there's something cozy about that, like the lounge, the, the lounge vibe. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Warm. royalty free. Is probably why Richard it's in all those Cheese. Movies. Right, you know Richard Cheese. He does all like mm. those cocktail lounge sort of uh, versions of songs, like Welcome to the Jungle, and uh, I think he did like a couple of Nirvana songs, Gin and Juice. I think he did by Snoop mm. Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg. Yeah. All, Does anyone remember real? Mike Flowers Pops? No. What? It was in the in the there was a there was a, a thing called Lounge Core in the okay. mid to late nineties in the UK. Anyone any old man, an old woman out there will remember. Uh, Mike Flowers Pops did a cover of Oasis's Wonderwall, but it was like, You're my Wonderwall. Do, oh do, yeah, do, do, like that. I remember that one. That that's yeah. very Richard Cheese sounding as well. It's the yeah. same sort of thing. But and loads of all, loads of uh, boop, 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 boop. You're my wonder. You're my wonder. Wall. Wall. I remember do, do, that. Do, yeah. Do. So <laughs> that that was like that. The, suddenly, loads of old compilation albums were coming out with all these old sort of sixties and seventies classics and. I now feel like I was going, man, this old music is great. Made my parents and older people feel, oh, that's not even that old. Like the same way I feel now when people think of early 2000s music as retro. It's yes. like it's not even fucking 20 years old. But now I get it. I was that uh, When that people kid, are right? like, oh, the Spice Girls are retro. I guess they kind of are really. But like it does, it's still, it doesn't feel like that long ago really. But it's it was a really ago. long time ago. It's not that long ago, damn it. I think there's 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 a lot of, I, I don't know, for me like retro is is unrecognizable like like those crooners staring at the microphone with their weird really weird clothes haircut stylings you know like it doesn't feel to me all that foreign the spice girls and that that idea of retro right because i was i guess i was alive then it was normal for me yeah but, but the the way like this is looking like the 80s punk haircuts and stuff i don't know all of that stuff does seem seems even so more distant yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. like another world, you know? I think um, if you look at the Spice Girls, certainly you would say that what they're wearing and the, the sort of fashion sensibilities early 2000s were obviously different from now. Sure. But they're not as wildly different as, like Lewis says, the haircuts. Like, you look no. at stuff in the 80s, all the dudes had gigantic glasses and a mustache. And huge that was hair, like, too, right? Huge hair. Puffy big hair. hair. Big puffy hair, yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was you know, very 80s. I would say you don't see too many people looking like that apart from hipsters. No. They all have the, the little mustache. No offense, Lulu. Obviously, you do it for, for charity. You've got a mustache, yeah. And I noticed that. you got a mustache. Yeah. Um, it's weird looking back, though, because you always sort of, well, for me especially, I associate the 80s with being really jivey and, uh, you know, the, the fashion and everything being kind of weird. But I don't so much the 90s. 
And I think it's because I was a teenager in the 90s and I thought I was really cool at the time. Yeah, maybe. When I look back at the fashion of the 90s, like it, I don't see it as jivey. But then if you watch a TV show, like a documentary about some stuff that happened in the 90s and you see the shit that people are wearing and how they're <laughs> acting and talking and stuff, you realize that actually in a lot of ways, the 90s was worse <laughs> than the yeah, 80s. It was uh, pretty bad. It was pretty bad, yeah. I, said, I, oh I think God. the difference is the fashion of the 80s, they at least looked like they were having fun. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, like huge that, hair, yeah. neon, bright colors. Everything's kind of outrageous. Then the 90s, everyone's just wearing a lumberjack shirt and baggy jeans. It's like, everything's so terrible. Like, that was just the, the that was slacker the, era. That was the, yeah. the vibe of the time, right? Yeah. It was, it was like the slacker era. Yeah, you're right. Oh, do you I'm know what? This- I, uh, Oh, I, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go I, I want to talk about a TV show I was watching as well. So you, you go yeah, ahead I, Can I talk about one that I'm watching too? Yeah, well, let's take turns. Okay, you go first. <laughs> Me? I'm going to sure. eat this banana. You, carry right, on. you eat the banana. I am right. exhausted, by the way. Um, just record. We, 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 you carry on. You carry on. You do you. It's all right. Um, I, I took the good. night off last night. I didn't go out, and I stayed in and watched a TV show called The Lazarus Project, right. which I think is Ooh. like a TV show made for Sky. Not particularly good, but it had an interesting idea. And the setup that you learn, no spoilers. It's been around for, for a year or two now. Um, so there will be spoilers, sorry. The idea is that this guy, um, it's July 1st when the show starts. He's going to go and pitch a, he's got a meeting um, with of the bank about getting a loan to start an app company. He starts the app company and then his girlfriend gets pregnant. Then all of a sudden, I think something something happens, but we all wind back. Like, and we're all right back at July 1st. Kind of Groundhog Day-ish. Right. But he's like... What the fuck happened? And he's walking around. Uh, oh, that's it. There was a huge outbreak of a disease, like COVID 2.0, but even worse sort of thing. Right. And loads of people dying and his girl, his pregnant girlfriend gets sick and she's like, <laughs> she's dying and everything. And then it flashes back and he's back at July 1st and it's never happened. But he still remembers everything that happened, but nobody else does. So it's like he's rewinded time for a do-over, but nobody else is aware that this is happening. And he's losing his fucking mind. He's trying to come up with a cure. He's tra- like he's battening down the hatches. He's buying all canned food. He drives his girlfriend mad. And eventually, and then it all winds back again. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And he gets approached by this mysterious woman who says, I know what's happening. Like, I, I know why this is happening to you and everything. And she explains that they're part of something called the Lazarus Project. Right. And they have the ability to wind time back to a fixed point. And they they very quickly get him in to the Lazarus Project because it turns out he's a mutant, one of the few people who can remember that they've wound time back. Otherwise, people have to have a special sort of thing injected in them so they can see it. Some people just accidentally mutate it. So he experiences the time that's been rewind. He doesn't lose it. Everybody else loses it. So they're like, well, you're going to have to join the Lazarus Project. So he joins it and it's basically right away you realize that this is ridiculous because there's like a, a checkpoint somewhere in the orbit of the sun or of the moon or the, the earth around the sun. And when they pass through that, it's sort of like a save state, like a checkpoint, right? Right. So up until the point they go through the checkpoint, they can press a button and rewind back. Like it could be nine months or something like that. Immediately, I was like, wow, this is going to lead to an awful lot of problems for the people that can remember what happened. So let's think of some of the problems that there might be Number one, if you have a relationship with someone that you met in the last few months and then they rewind time, that person's not going to remember you. Holy shit, really? Yeah. That's got to be kind of good though, right? Like in some (laughs) ways that could be really good. Yeah. Yeah, but you might fall in love. 
Yeah, um, but then you can just fall in love all over again, right? No, you see, that's the it tricky It might work part. again. You just go through the same steps. You just Bill Murray it, Groundhog Day, right? You could. You could. But now here's, a, here's another problem, okay? Um, what if you have a child, right? You conceive a child. Right. And then they rewind. You, right. you've, now longer got, you've now no longer got that baby. Right. One of, the, one of the main characters has exactly this problem. She has to go yeah, it's through like, childbirth. Like a try before you buy, right? Like you might have the baby and realize, <laughs> holy shit, why did we have this baby? And then the time rewind happens. You're like, holy crap, so we don't have the, the baby the, anymore. They, they didn't set anything in motion that is like, okay, None of you can have a relationship with each other because the other thing is they're all secret agents. So they have to go off around the world and do dangerous stuff. And sometimes oh, they die right. and they're like, you've got to bring it back. You've got to wind back time. And they're like, we can't do there's that. A, That's not how it works. There's a show on Netflix that was like, sounds similar to this. I don't think it is the Lazarus Project though. I think it's called something else because it's been out a while. I think there's like six seasons of it. But oh, wow. there's like time traveling crime solving or something i think but it, it it's almost like a secret society of time travelers that mm. do this or I, I don't know man it's just i gotta say it, there's all kinds of problems the time travel thing is fun right it's fun it's a lot yeah. of fun it was fun and but dark it's... man it was fun and dark i like that that time travel that was <laughs> yeah. cool. you found, dark wasn't much fun though was it It was no. very plodding it was a little slow for it was liking. awesome though fuck I would, well i think the way I'd dark did it, it was again. quite clever they had like three 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 different time periods yes but time was moving ca carried on moving Yes. Uh, uh, in them, right? Yes. While uh, together. And so affecting you, all the different timelines and stuff. Yeah, yeah so you couldn't like really go, you couldn't go back in time nah. in those specific time no, zones. Yeah. But obviously you could change things a long way in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, by passing messages forward. And it's, at, I like, I like timeline stuff with solid rules. And I, I, I don't like it when they either try and poorly address paradoxes or have such loose rules that you're constantly like, well, why don't they just, why don't they just go back in time? And if if there is a time machine and it was that easy to invent, you know, why what happens in the future when other people invent time machines, right? Like you've got to think that there's an infinite future ahead. Well, potentially, maybe humanity destroys itself imminently, uh, so only this one time machine gets made. You know, that's a pretty grim way to look at. Were you a teeterhead in that one? A big fan of Herr Tiedemann? Tiedemann. Tiedemann. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, if you've liked, you should watch 1899. Uh, yeah, I heard um, it's really good. I, I'm going uh, well, to start watching it. It's made by the people it, yeah. who made Dark. Yeah. One of the nice things about it is actually... It's like the, a boat the, mystery thing, right? There's like, it, it like it unfolds that there's like... It's a, got lost vibes. I've lost heard some bad things about it, so I'm intrigued that you guys... I might watch it if, if you guys... Well, I watched the first one and I I, th I I thought it was a wild ride. Um, okay. I, I like I like mystery. I like weird stuff, though. I like... I like something like that... Like Dark Times with Poe and Monroe? <laughs> God, it's so bad! Dark <laughs> Times! <laughs> With both what are you okay. saying, so, Okay, Jingle Jam is going on at the moment. We're halfway through. Sips just did a stream this week with Lydia, where he played Poem Dark it's Times. In, it's in the Jingle Jam collection, which will be over by the time. But thank you for the support. No problem. Everyone, we love you. By yeah, no, no worries. Um, it was great, a great time so far. But, oh my God, it's poker today, and me and... PFLEX are already exhausted oh, man, going in. Man, um, man. If you need I'm, to edit just, out me saying that Poe and Monroe wasn't good, you go ahead. No, because it, you could say whatever you want about no, it. I, I, I think it's it. kind of, 
It's I, endearing I, in ways. It's it's kind of cheesy. It doesn't bad. have to be perfect. It can be cheesy bad and right, still. Right, but con- contradiction was was cheesy bad, but still enjoyable. Right, I really enjoyed contradiction. It was hilarious. Contradiction I, is a I fantastic found, game. I just found but you Poe can't, Monroe but you can't compare. Okay, but Poem Monroe. The to... strength of Poem Monroe is that if you're playing it with a friend and you're just laughing along, uh, like. Add it together with it, it, it can be very fun. Like I, I yeah, think me, exactly. me and Lydia had fun playing yeah, it because yeah. it was so silly. Like it really is silly. <laughs> really, yeah. is, really it's, quite silly. It's very, very silly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think there's a lot of these games. There's a lot of other FMV games like that. Mm-hmm. Um, sips that are very silly. Kind of. It's 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 a, it's like. I mean, there's been a couple on Netflix almost. You know, like these digital yeah. Snatch. Yeah, sort yeah. of games, right? Where there's a lot of weird FMV stuff, and you can kind of so you know how some people, some YouTubers, go through one of those um, games with the quick time events, so they deliberately fail all the quick time events, and it is hilarious to see the game put in all of these because some of them are basically you could Im- you could imagine only like one percent of people or people who like had a broken controller would have failed that quick time event because it was so easy yeah, yeah, yeah it was like someone's opening a packet of crisps and you fail the fucking quick time event to open the packet of crisps. i don't even and- get what the quick time events in poem and row are it's just a circle that you click on but like it never makes sense like the the what happens yeah. after you click on the circle never makes any sense or relates back to the circle that you've clicked on. It feels like yeah, that's right. So so yeah, so you'll be in a room and there'll be like a perfume bottle. Yeah, you click on bed. it and there's no mention of it ever again. And, like and you click on you click on what and they'll be like, oh, you need the toilet there. And it'll be like <laughs> something completely unrelated. Yeah. Um. But I I don't know. That's part of the charm of these. It's nice to just play something different. I think it and is. I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, even yeah. though P. Flax is has been hating on it for ages. You're welcome to hate on stuff. Um, oh, thank P-Flex. you. It isn't yeah, the best game good. ever. Fill your boots. Um, but, um, I, it's it's funny. It's funny. I got. I, mean, I gotta say, I have been uh, enjoying uh, the World Cup. I like to watch the uh, the big tournament. It's nice, and I've been following really? it. Yeah, I've been enjoying it, and uh, it's led me down a couple of rabbit holes. I started watching um, Fever Pitch: The Rise of the Premier League. <laughs> it's a four part <laughs> documentary series on iPlayer. It's actually really good. It really, is interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, really interesting. So I've been watching. I mean, that that, that was Sky. Sky was uh, when B Sky B, as it used to be known. Yeah. Yes, yeah. uh, came out. Murdoch. It was, um, yeah, it was like they had they had the three hundred million bucks. They had the show Heil Honey, I'm Home, which was a sitcom about Hitler as a nineteen sort of fifties uh, house husband or you know worker man. And he, the whole joke was he would come home and say Heil Honey, I'm Home. You can look this up, find all the episodes on YouTube. Pretty sure we've spoken about it in uh, in an older Triforce. But um, that was like one of the shows that they put out. Like they were making dog shit like that. Yeah, it was. It Beast Guy B was like a joke. Yeah. People were like, wow, this is the future of broadcasting. And now it's because of the Premier League. It literally that. Yeah, the Sky Sports package actually turned yeah. them into what they became. Yeah. And really? changed football. People getting dishes installed on the sides of their houses and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that what this series is about? Like Sky's? Yeah, it's the well, well the formation of the Premier League in 92. Right. Um, right. Kind of like the the more recent failed Super League. Um that's that that is more or less how the Premier League started as well. It was just the top top five top five clubs got together and said, let's break away, uh, make a new legal entity, make our own league and make a shit ton of money off the back of it. And uh that's what they did. And uh um, oh, right. 
and then it just interviews a bunch of the players that were sort of involved with the bigger clubs at the time. And um, and yeah, who really, got so fortunate because really a lot of those guys. Yeah, if you were like twenty one when the Premier League launched you were going to make over the course of the next, say, 14, 15 years if you were a good player. Yeah. Way, way more money than you would have if you just missed out. So the guys yeah. who were like 32 when the Premier League launched must have been thinking, why couldn't this have happened a decade ago? Yeah, yeah. They were really already coming yeah. up to the end of their careers and all and the, they missed all out the young the, guys were, were the pulling up in their Ferraris and whatever, yeah. making, uh, you know, 20 grand a week or whatever and and stuff it was although yeah, you know insane. what i discovered recently um uh, some someone was mentioning i think when i was streaming or maybe it was someone in the pub they said that um these young players now when they sign these contracts um they don't get all the money when they're teenagers no it's they a bit it, like uh it's a bit like it's when you're uh, it's like joffrey baratheon you know like uh <laughs> you can't you you can't you can't run before you walk sort of thing so uh i think it's i think it's put into trust until they're old enough to actually know what to do with it sort of thing you know like yeah uh, otherwise they just spend it because some of these guys are some of these guys are joining these clubs like they like the youth divisions of these clubs and are still they're being taken care of but then when they're sort of 16 17 and they're moving up into like the the bigger clubs that's when they're they're getting paid money right but they're still too young to really receive that much money like yeah i don't know i mean there's, so there's a whole bunch of weird things with, with youth footballers um it used to be that if a club produced a footballer they owned that footballer's contract and if he was a really promising young player you'd get a few years of him playing at your club yeah then a big club would come in and buy him yeah but now these youth academies like chelsea and man city and everything scouring the planet for yeah, young for the talented next, players. Yeah, for the next big and thing. And hoovering yeah. them up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you get like a little bit of compensation money. And then this lad is whisked off. Well, they whisk you, look you at off, right? You a lot of right? these clubs. And like, yeah. you know, like Ronaldo, Messi, all those guys were the same. They were scooped up when they were sort of like 12 years old, whisked off to a big club's youth division. But, you know, they were they Not were Ronaldo housed. so much. Not Ronaldo so much because he started in Portugal. So he, he did start just playing for a youth team of Portugal Sporting. Right. Uh, sporting Lisbon. So he wasn't like snapped up. No. By but, uh, Messi, or yeah, Messi had to move yeah, yeah. like all the way over to, to Spain, right? But like his family yeah. relocated everything. Um, I watched a documentary about Messi as well. <laughs> yeah. <I see. laughs> it's a I pretty see. good one. And um, and I started crap. watching one about Gaza as well, which I... Oh. I, he, I know of him, but I just don't know much about him. But, oh, uh, it's fascinating. It's, fascinating. It's, I feel like all yeah. of this stuff is very, again... 90s right yeah and 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 like of a of a different world in a sense like i'm i've been watching like in the background like um i watched the spice girls music videos like yikes and then i watched uh, it like was like recommended stuff it's like britney spears yeah, oh yeah do you know what i mean like these like these like the things from yeah. from that day um and it, it does look weirdly familiar but also like it like the britney spears one and even the, the Spice Girls stuff wouldn't isn't like the, the most out of place today. But I think what is what is like familiar. It, it, I think like some stuff today is is really crazy though. Like yeah. we have had such an explosion of stuff. Like looking at like from from all of those like young Xanax addicted rappers who were like sixteen with face tattoos. Do yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Through through to like. The, the TikTok people and random. I mean, it's it's weird. If people were in 20 years' time looking back on what we've got now, some of it's pretty fucking otherworldly right now. Yeah. Right? 
I mean, like, some of it at the time. It's it's all in relation to what's happening in, at the time and stuff too, though, right? Like, uh, I don't know. It, it's weird that some stuff in the '90s has has dated. Uh, has aged poorly, but then some stuff hasn't at all, right? Like, uh, like I can still listen to like, uh, like Nirvana, for example. You know, who haven't haven't created music since '94 or whatever. But the the music doesn't feel dated at all. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like it feels like an older style, but it doesn't it doesn't sound like jivey or anything. Or maybe that's just because I like it. I don't know, but. Uh, same with like a lot of early hip hop and stuff. I don't find it sounds jivey, but maybe kids now do find that jivey. I don't know. It's it's it's. I think for it's the just purposes relative. of the uh, of the court record, could you define jivey? Well, it's like uh, it, it's like it, it's kind of like you listen to something and it makes you like cringe a bit, you know, like because you thought it was really cool at some point, but then you you then go on to realize, oh, hang on a second, like that was. That was not ever really yeah, cool. That, that was a lot of a lot of Britpop and yeah. stuff like that. It sounds jivey. If you're looking for a gift this Christmas, I recommend the Aura Frame oh. because I was I've bought one for my parents and I think it's it's very cool. Right. I can actually it, it's like a digital photo frame. Yeah. And we got one in the office. So I've mentioned it before, but basically you can share a folder, upload pictures, and they will just automatically scroll through. You can change the speed and stuff and and do it manually as well, or just keep it on one picture. But it's it's really really cool. We we got one in the office. Perian's got one. I I use mine all the time here's here's a nice here's a nice thing that it does for us i when i'm away i send my wife pictures of where i am and who i'm with like just to say hey check out this check out that and you know people will sort of read a picture and say oh you know nice thanks for the picture but i know the one she really likes because i then get the notification she's put it on the aura frame nice. so that's i now cute. know that that's going around in the did kitchen did you get you that know? picture of you with the adult uh, actress that you met yeah, at that one didn't get sent Oh. But yes, uh, if you're looking for a gift this Christmas, uh, you could save $30 off Aura's best-selling frames using the code TRIFORCE. Uh, that's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com slash TRIFORCE. They usually sell out every December, apparently. Uh, so get yours now before they're all gone. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, you can go to AuraFrames.com slash Trifles to get 30 bucks off Aura's best-selling frames. I have got one for my parents and I recommend you check it out if you're looking for a gift Do to it. share. Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save money while shopping on your iPhone or computer. That's right. So how do you feel about holiday shopping, guys? Because oh, uh, it can be troublesome. You've got to get it in early. Yeah. I have bought a lot of stuff on other websites that have needed coupons. Right. Huddy has been popping up, saving me money left, right, and center. Have you been applying those bad boys left, right, and center? Big savings? Yeah, I have, actually. It's surprising how often it does work. Damn. Uh, I was buying, <laughs> in fact, something for your kids um sips but i hope uh i hope you like it and i, I saved I like five quid i think on it with a with a honey coupon a honey coupon i don't think telling people that you saved money on their christmas present is very festive but i <laughs> I, I do celebrate the use of coupons so <laughs> well, in that regard you've redeemed yourself young man <laughs> well thank goodness me it works on all your favorite sites when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons it can it will search for working coupons and put them in automatically. I recommend my it. My husband hasn't touched my honey button in years. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, 
So yeah, if you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Triforce. Joinhoney.com slash Triforce. Um, and, and save yourself some money buying Christmas presents. Or save yourself just, a bit just, of dosh. Just, just buying stuff. Right, there you go. Brilliant stuff. On with the show. On with the show. So, okay, so 2022 Spotify's thing just came out where they said who are the most streamed artists, right? right? Who is the most streamed artist on Spotify? Don't look it up. Billy uh, Eilish. Billy, Billy 18, Eilish. 18.5 billion streams. Doesn't, no, Billy Eilish doesn't even make the list. It has never made the list. All right. Is, are they English language primarily? Uh, ooh. Oh, that's a great good question, question, actually. Yeah. And I think the answer is no. I gotta say, uh, it's gonna maybe. be like one but of maybe. those guys, like uh, rapper Ti or whatever. It's like one of those. It it it's like it, it's like one of those uh, hip hop artists that gamers listen to. I think is gonna be the the highest uh, up, uptick in 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 listens, right? Because people will but, have that you, on in the background while they're playing League of Legends and stuff. That's what but, I. Think. But Lewis is saying it's someone someone from sort of non American, non European language so not oh maybe it's like uh, like is it like k-pop or something could be well, bts actually, bts is actually fifth on the list so right. we're getting okay. there okay um Who's but the other than... th other four you should well some of these you should have definitely heard of before okay so wait wait, wait no we've got to we got to we got to we got to drag this out um <laughs> <laughs> let him guess Gosh, let, me, let, let me the man it, uh... guess you've definitely heard of of, of a couple. So Billie um, Eilish is not in there. Not in the, not the top five. No, and, and I don't think it's ever been Is on Adele the in five. there? No, no way. Good. Um, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. Am I right? No? Uh, so, so, yeah. Let me think. Billie Eilish is the 13th streamed of all time, though. Holy there crap. There you go. It's going to be, is there, is there something from like South America? Oh, tell from, like, me Brazil it's not or fucking, like that? it's not Coldplay or some shit like that. No. Coldplay not in the top, that was top. Coldplay 16th all time. Dave uh, Matthews, Ben. Please tell me it's not, no, Dave, not, not Dave, Dave Matthews. Matthews. Thank God uh, for that. Jesus. Uh, Drake? Drake. Drake is Drake is number three most streamed in 2022. Drake. I always and forget number about Drake. One, number one streamed of all time on Spotify. Drake is. Not, um, not Kanye. Kanye's not on the Kanye's okay. 12th on the list of all time, but not on this uh, year. Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick Lamar, not on the list. Okay. No, uh, not at all. What's mm, that guy's geez. name? Lil Wayne. What? What? Uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> what about Lil? He was in Lil a group, Uzi but then he went, <laughs> he went off on his own, right? L Lil Uzi Vert. So, so. Good. Oh wait, Ed Sheeran. Okay, now Ed Sheeran isn't in this year again, but he okay. used to be big. Um, Taylor he's had Swift 30... has to be up there as well, right? Taylor Swift, yes, is number two this year. Uh, she is fourth overall with 40 million streams. So it's like um, Rihanna or something like that then. So Gosh, so number five is BTS, number it? four is The Week, The Weekend. The Weekend. The Weekend, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's very big, yeah, yeah. He's, um, I'm blinded he's, by he's, the light. You know that one? He's got a lot of very famous songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's very I'm sure. Big. And um, I've heard of him. Uh, yeah, Drake, Taylor Swift. He's a Canadian yeah, guy too, The weekend, I think. I think he's Canadian. Taylor I think he might Drake be. Is too, too. Right? Drake is a Canuck as well. Yeah, yeah, but number sure. one for the last three years is someone called Bad Bunny. Who? I have never I've heard never of. heard of Bad Bunny. Let's look this up. Is God, it a kid's so thing? old, lads. He is a Puerto Rican rapper and singer. Oh. He is, his music is defined as Latin trap and reggaeton. God, See, I knew it would be something it. like that. I knew it would be so, something like trap or or something that I feel like it's like something gamers listen to, right? 
because they're they're going to be the ones nah. who are sitting at a computer for 12 hours a day playing some game and listening I, to I this think, stuff, right? I think you're overestimating the impact of gamers on the charts. I think this is just normies are listening to this really? stuff. Really? I don't think normies yes. listen to Spotify all day like a gamer I would. I bet though. they fucking do. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think this is not driven by gamers. Spotify is is huge platform for everyone. No, and, I know. And the the but thing like, about it is, is it's it's the nice thing about Spotify is that it's people choose often what they listen to, or at least if they listen to playlists. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's going to be curated. What was your What was your guys' uh, top five for for twenty twenty two? Did you do your unwrapped? Um, I might have done. I don't know. I think mine's a bit weird. Mine was a little all <laughs> over the place as well, but I was listening to a lot of the same stuff because I, I did a huge binge on Satisfactory and I was listening to like, I, I want to say like eight or nine albums just in like an album playlist over and over and over because it was like the spread was enough where I didn't get sick of any one particular album. But like when it when it would flop over to the other album, I, I would know like when the change was sort of thing, but it was just easy to listen to in the background. That sort of dominated my my 2022 list. My 22 list is The Longest Johns. <laughs> well, like Sea Shanties. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've listened to their album, obviously, and I have had that. And that's, I guess it's been recommended a bunch. But also it's mostly like metal stuff. Right. It's like the same sips, but I like to listen to You just to, like, like to listen to metal instead. To heavy metal when I'm doing that factory my, uh, stuff. Yeah. My top was Czarface, which is like a like a hip hop uh, group composed of um, two two guys who are in a separate group and then one member of Wu Tang, <laughs> which is I like see. it's kind of like Czarface. Yeah, I listen C Z A R F A C E, like Scarface, but if it was in Russia. And then my second uh, most listened to was MF Doom, who's also a rapper. Oh, Classic. yeah, MF Doom. Rest in peace. Rest in Rest peace, in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then my third cool. most listened was The Beatles. Uh, okay. My fourth was, uh, I think it was ELO. And then my fifth was Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, who are a punk <laughs> super group that do cover songs. Uh, so there you go. Okay. Yeah. Mine is this group called, my number one, for some reason, this group called Rave the Requiem, but spelled wrong right. with a V instead of V. Of course. <laughs> and, and I don't know why, but it just, it, it. I think it's because I I do like, I find a song and then I have like song radio and I'm like, play songs like this until I get sort of sick of that. Song and then I find radio a song is from fantastic. Song radio. I like artist radio I, too. It's really nice. Yeah. And I go into like, I go into just like similar yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's a bit of a... A, a, a rabbit hole but i find that helps to like refine down i find my, like if my, i do like a artist radio though like it, those though the radio things are are kind of curated as well i feel like because i think i so. get the same things like. like if i if i do like artist radio on nirvana for example i'll get songs by hole songs by the butthole surfers songs by uh soundgarden and the smashing pumpkins almost exclusively like there's not really much in between it's like it's almost just like those four or five bands their their top songs like in a plate which is not bad i guess you know like it's it, it's a good spread but like i'm not a huge right. smashing pumpkins fan like i i wasn't a fan of them at the time the world is a yeah they're okay like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the genres. Of, thanks very much. Thanks. What other genres? Your so it's like it's just like old school gangster rap. Is that oh, your? Not, or, he's into grunge and OG rap. Yeah, that's pretty so much. Which is like, and, which and is what classics. I grew up listening to. Yeah, 
So it's I had my my taste in music has not changed since my teens, pretty much. No, me neither. I, I was I'm still into uh, melodic metal and video game music. <laughs> <laughs> They're the two ones. Jeez. <laughs> so my my Spotify, I share the account with my daughters. Right. So <laughs> yours my, is going to be all over the damn place. Then my youngest had a massive ABBA trip uh okay that's not a bad trip to go on though they got some she was in the the top one percent of abba listeners in the in the world okay well listen i was in the top 0.1 percent of czarface listeners in 2022 (laughs) (laughs) i'm like a super fan i wonder if they if they would get this info you know maybe they they could share the info with the guys from yeah, Zarfield. I'm sure they'd be is thrilled. It, who to is find this out? guy that listens to us incessantly? This is, like, this in is his what car, Hank, um, everything. This this is a really this is exactly what Hank Green was talking about when he thought about revisioning YouTube Rewind because he sort of made this. I watched uh, Vlog Brothers on YouTube and um, they sometimes have really really good ideas. And one of them I think is re reimagining YouTube we Rewind like Spotify Wrapped. So. You could see who, which channels you've watched the most, which ones you've engaged with, how many hours you've spent. Like that kind of stats would be really interesting to know, right? And then also, you know, if you were in the top 1% of someone's viewers, maybe you you would be able to send them a message or they would be able to see you, you know, and, and you would be able to interact with people who are um, interacting with your channel in a way that, you know, would be, I don't know, healthy and wholesome, you know, um, unless that, unless, I mean, unless the 0.1% of your viewers are coming on every video calling you a cunt. I don't know. Like, I, I doubt that's the case, though. I, I, I just feel like YouTube Rewind has suffered from the fragmentation of the, 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 the content that we have. You know, the fact that we don't know who the most streamed artist on Spotify is, is not surprising nowadays, right? Back in the day, you know, even five we years have, ago, we would have guessed it when it guess, was yeah. people that were much more familiar to us. You know, whether it was where is uh, Bad Bunny's "Tite Me Pregunto" un verano sin ti oh. with five hundred and sixty-nine million yes. views. Yes, great grass. Yes, never heard of it, yeah. and I listened to it, and I, it's not for me. I don't like it. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bad Bunny fans. I know I'm in the well, minority. I mean, but I'm. But neither is. For me, neither is almost anyone on this. I don't. I'm not a big fan of of Drake, Post Malone, Ariana Grande. I, honestly, I know of Drake, but if you played me any any um, sequence of songs and there was a Drake song in there, and somebody asked me to pick out the Drake song, I would not know. I, have, oh, you I could, I, I could not simple. recognize any of his songs. I don't think. Here, I can I can tell you exactly how to tell that it's a Drake song. Right. right? Okay. It'll be a very pared down production, very simple beat, and then he'll be like, "Yo." Hey, and loads of voc vocoder like I'm in some pam and pam, and then it'll boop 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 boop. Right. I mean, you're describing like almost every modern song I, I've no, no, ever heard. So no, and that's what, and that's Drake. That's what you've been hearing. What's his most famous song? Will I know, will I have heard it? Do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. What is yeah, it? A hundred times in every supermarket uh, and, gosh, and I mean, everywhere. Because I know like, I've heard songs by the weekend. Because he did that one. Uh, he did the 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 one I was singing before, the blinded by the light one. But then there's another one that he had as well, right? Which is pretty big. So Hotline Bling, all the memes, Hotline Bling was him. Okay, but how does that song go? Because I'm not sure I'm uh, familiar with it. 
It goes like all other Drake songs. Like the one which he just did, yeah. Hang on, I'm going I'm to put it on really is just... listen to it just to see if I'm familiar with it. Because it would, should have been played on the radio and stuff, right? I'm in the it's on the radio sometimes. Hotline. Hotline bling. That is an older one as well. Hotline That's seven years old. Seven years old. Hotline bling. Okay, I'm listening to it right now. Oh my God, this is so... You're right, This I'm listening to it now. This is... It's just, it's such a it's a, I see he has such a it's that, almost like the most generic sound. music isn't it? But it it's it's super stripped back like in terms of his I'm his not style even sure me, I've ever heard this uh, the the style though is recognizable right because it, but I feel it, like this just thing, melds into like a million other songs that I might have heard recently. It's exact, that's it that because they all copy Drake. That's the whole point is that Drake came along and he did this. With the auto-tuned voice, super stripped back, bassline and and riffs, very very underproduced in the sense that it's not all like sort of huge flashing lights and bells and whistles. Right, yeah. It's a very simple beat, and him auto-tuned with various and him just sort of almost mumbling the lyrics. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like that. That's all of it now. And even Snoop has come out and said, this is not for me. I'm fucking sick of all this mumble rap shit. Man, you know, all uh, sounds the same. you know Elf on the Shelf? You ever heard of Elf on the Shelf? Do your kids get into any of that flax, Elf on the Shelf? My kids, well, I, I was going to say what my kids listen to. One of them listens to ABBA. Okay. The other one listens to, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's some kind of anime music where it's like 5,000 beats per minute. And it seems to be 50 voices all singing different words oh at the same time. Oh my God. And some hyperactive kind of kind of rhythm. It's unbearable. Okay, well, and she listens to that a lot. Elf on the Shelf is like a is like a is books with these like good elves, and you get these little dolls, and they come with a book, and it's like a you know it's like a Christmas thing. My my kids like these elf elf on the shelf. They have all these little elves, and they come with little costumes. You can put them in and stuff, and they get books and everything. Anyway, um, they ordered me. A Snoop on a stoop, which was it's like an elf on the shelf, but it's Snoop Dogg, and he's got a uh, he's got like a weed medallion and is is smoking a doobie, and he's got sunglasses on. But when it when it arrived, I'm just looking at pictures yeah, of it. Yeah. It is hilarious. When it arrived, my daughter was like, uh, thought that he should be a naughty elf, but he's not wearing the right um, outfit to be a naughty elf because the naughty elves wear a brown outfit and the good elves wear a green outfit, right? Right. Uh, so is, is so this Snoop, officially authorized? Snoop on Snoop a stoop ha- has a green outfit, but he's smoking, which my daughter identified as not being a great thing, right? Mm. Is that no- is that the naughty part? It's the smoking. My wife said it's it's this we got this one uh for your dad so that he could have like an elf on the shelf as well that's more appropriate to him. And then my daughter looked <laughs> at the toy again, looked at the medallion and said, oh, yeah, this one must be for dad because he's got a Canadian flag leaf medallion on it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, I love oh, that. Man, it was really funny. But he has to, I had to take him out to the garage because my, my daughter was like, did not want to have like a bad smoking elf in amongst her, her well-behaved elves or whatever. So there you go. That's, that's so, my story. Um, regarding the elf on a shelf, there are a lot of TikTok memes where they'll put some someone else on something else. Yes. And it's like, it's obviously meant to be a rhyming thing. So uh, th- 
I, I watched one popped up on my TikTok feed today, and it was some girls going onto a set of the steps that you'd see at like Home Depot that they use for getting up to very high things on shelves. Yeah. And they got on there, and he was like, huh, "You know what I'm saying?" No, I don't. No. And there are a lot of TikToks that do that, where they'll not give you the answer, they won't give you the punchline, and it must be because it forces people to comment, and that's how you rise up the algorithm. I think it's no. people gaming the system. It's, it must it's, be. It is gaming the system, but it's like I, I spoke about it before. I calling it weight bait, right? So the idea is is that you watch to the end of the video, which means you enjoy you enjoyed the whole thing, right? Right, you, so that's the SEO manipulation. That's the power, that. right? Like yeah. basically what will happen is you notice this with TikToks is they they have to cut off really quick um or try and get people's watch time. Yeah. Right. right? So make sure you watch so, right to the end because I will yeah, make sure you definitely watch get my end. tits out. I promise you yeah. my tits are coming out at the end of this video. So watch it, right it, to the it, end. It, the, 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 this always happens though if you have a system with an algorithm that encourages certain f forms of content to do better, it will just evolve into more of that content. On, so cheap. And that's how content will be on the platform. And obviously that is that is why you have such weird stuff on TikTok. That's why the TikTok stuff is like it is, um, because it favors content made in a certain way. And it's only going to get more exaggerated over time, right? Yeah. Uh, unless you... Unless you're playing some weird game like YouTube, where they're continually tweaking and changing their algorithm right, right. to mix it up and uh, provide different incentives, but there's limited metrics that you can really track with TikTok, other than you know how how I guess you've got how quickly they swipe away from it and how long, how much of a percentage of the TikTok they watch. Right, they're the only real things you're playing with necessarily so i mean it's the same with youtube as well but but they are you're usually working with much longer content on youtube right and so but also you have more data about when when people which parts of the video people leave on yeah mm. um and you have like the main screen people how many people click it through that how many people are searching for it how many people are coming from off site you know it's got a lot of different working spinning parts youtube that, that can all factor in whereas whereas tiktok's so simple it, it, it's hard for, you know it's hard to imagine how to do it better right um, especially trying to link stuff together, like how to uh, it very if, uh, from at least my experience, it very quickly becomes um, re lots of repeats of yeah, yeah. similar stuff, right? And you can quite quickly fuck up your or or, or sometimes it's very hard to even find the things that you want to that you're interested in, right? Because it, it seems like the algorithm just is not blind. doing a great job of uh, recommending me stuff. It's, it's for yeah. Sure. Well, maybe you need to look for s certain things. And no, Sarah. Sarah those. told me how to how to how to do it. She how said that you, the, your... the stuff you like, go in and even just like comments on the videos you like, and that counts as extra engagement. So, right. and, and I, anyone that's any good, I follow straight away and try to refine down my TikTok. It's a shame you just can't like type I keep in saying like about every big platform. Tits. You know, yeah. Well, just, there are other platforms for that. I just I'm need just a saying. platform where I can turn up, <laughs> type in big tits, and get what I'm looking for. You know, I think there yeah. is such such a platform exists. <laughs> Very <laughs> well, much. Well, there's a, there's a gap in the market. There's a gap. There's a gap. Oh, yeah. You know what? There's definitely you know what a I gap reckon? there. Why is there no porn on the internet? Eh? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Start a website or something with tits on it. Oh, it's a great idea. I can't be the first person that's ever thought yeah. about this. How's no one thought of this before? Unbelievable. Sam Fender is my number one artist of the year on Spotify. Sam Fender? Sam yeah. Fender is ph phenomenal. Is that the guy Did who sings that, that one? That can't be his real name. Um, it is. 
Is that the, the guy? Jody, the Jody Springsteen. Take me to church. I've been mocking. Is that the guy? No. Who's that? No. I have no idea. Who sings Take Me to Take church? church? I don't know. Oh, God, yeah. It's a, it's a big Either way, song. Sam Fender, the Geordie Springsteen. Brilliant. Brilliant, oh, brilliant, nice. Brilliant. Oh, you were telling us about this guy. Didn't you see him yeah. live or something? No, I wouldn't. You I, thought yeah, he I was super to, charged. It was no, fucking I, awesome. No, I didn't see him. I didn't see him live. I All did right. not see him live. Is this nominative determinism? Because he, his name is like the Fender guitar brand, very famous. Um, he get, he got yeah. a guitar when he, he got given a guitar by his father when he was eight. His father was also a musician. His father was a musician, a guitarist. Okay, I'm just saying. This is uh, this happens, right? Imagine like, your last name is saxophone, but you're like a renowned piano player. Oh, kind of the weird, embarrassment. Right? Yeah. I wonder if the interviewers would mention that. Ad Hello, my name is Dr. Saxophone, and I'm here to play you a little piece on my piano. Play the saxophone. <laughs> I can't play the saxophone. I've mentioned this before. I've never learned. I cannot play the... Play the saxophone, <laughs> you son of a bitch. We want Dr. Saxophone. We want... Fuck you. I don't know how. I am Dr. Saxophone, but I play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dr. Saxophone every time, eh? God, what a letdown. Dr. Teeth. That what was a, piece a band, of wasn't shit. it? But not a dentist. So, yeah. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Teeth? Yes. I, I'm having trouble with a molar. What are you talking about? Dr. Teeth was uh, the, the, the... Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem was the name of the Muppets band. That's what stuck in my That was Dr. Teeth. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Of course Teeth it was, Dr. Was, the, was the guy who played the keyboard. <laughs> Animal on the drums. Oh, man. Animal! Why wasn't it uh, the dog that played the the keyboard, or was he? Did he play something else? Was I thought he the, was the, the piano. Big, the dog with the really floppy ears. What the hell is that yeah. guy's name? Floyd uh, Pepper was on vocals and bass. Janice on vocals Janice and lead guitar. Janice was the, the lady with the big lipstick lips. Zoot on saxophone, yeah. and later on, Lips joined the band on yeah. trumpet. Um, lips, lips was, and occasionally lips Janice. Oh, very strange. By the way, if you go to the wiki page, it lists past members. <laughs> like oh, it's a the, real band that's like left. Yeah, I like that. Band. I love that. There's so much lore around, like, because uh, it's been around a while, right? The Muppets and everything. That's Oh, hell yeah, dude. It was my favorite show when I was a kid. Oh, Absolutely me too. I loved it. Blew Man, I me loved away. It. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. I, I still yeah. do think it's funny when I when I watch it now. It's great. It's a great show. Another another show that I th didn't think I would find funny still, but has me just creasing up is uh, Beavis and Butthead. Man, fuck, it gets me every time. Like, just some of it. Like, I don't know to watch a whole episode, but if you look at, like, uh, clip compilations from Beavis and Butthead, holy shit, man. I'm, like, crying, laughing. It's, it's so funny. Some of it is just so stupid, but it's just really funny. It's a classic. That's this is This is great, really. In a sense, like... I mean, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem was a Muppet. This is 1975. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so ahead of its time, all that it shit. It was meant it's to crazy. parody prominent real life, you know, rock and jazz musicians, which it, I guess it really, it really does when you look at the Muppets. Like, they look like these... Yeah. Um, like, it's so recognizable from, like, as a 70s parody. The dude who plays the saxophone it, looks like 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 Thin Lizzy or something, you know, with the fucking, like, yeah, hat yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's I pretty think, cool. I how think you're thinking of Ralph. Fuck, would you do this now? Oh, Ralph. Ralph. Ralph is the, the dog. dog, yeah. He plays the piano. And then the blue guy with the green nose and the hat and the sunglasses who plays the saxophone. What was his name? Well, no, we, we were just talking about Yeah, I, th I think he's Zoot. I, Zoot, yeah, that's, his name that's is. Zoot. 
And then, and then animal on the, the drums. The yeah, animal on the drums. That and makes then sense. Lips is the 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 guy with the really exaggerated nose and stuff. Uh, who is the mm-hmm. singer? Is that Teeth? No, I, I, no Lips was the guy. That's Doctor Teeth is the that's guy that Dr. plays the Teeth. keyboard. Oh, Doctor Teeth. And then Janice was the was the. the oh yeah, Janice. Janice. Yeah. <laughs> Lips Janice. looks a bit like um, Duncan. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like <laughs> she's got like and Janice is a little bit like all the eighties like Bonnie Tyler. Um, yes. Like I don't know, like you know, type. She people. reminds me of that girl from uh, uh, like in some ways that girl from that seventies show. Uh, I can't remember her name now. The uh, she's like kind of tall and she has like a deeper voice. I think it's just because she has a deeper voice, but I don't know. She always reminded me of her for some reason. Have you seen? Well, talking about retro things becoming modern, that seventies show is now that nineties show. Yeah, wasn't there one in between? But one of the one of the uh, cast members was like a serial killer or something, and it, I don't show? remember that. It was but I know that obviously the original that seventies show group of like. Or was it Ashton Kutcher, yeah. Mila Kunis? Yeah. Well, uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are married now, right? I'm pretty sure, sure they are married. I thought he was. I thought he was married. Anyway, to, uh, there's Demi a bunch Moore. of people. In yeah, the no, that fizzled one. out a long time oh. ago. Apparently, if you want to, if you're, if you're, if you're a bit rusty on your Ashton Kutcher lore, um, oh, I kind of lost track of him after "Dude, Where's My Car?" But he's, yeah, I mean, he's done a couple yeah. of bits and pieces since. I'm pretty. Anyway, sure. Anyway, it had um, what's his name? Um, he's he was in. Um, hang on, I can look it up. Kurtwood Smith. He was in. Um, yes, the guy who wore the glasses. Bobby. He was the baddie yeah, yeah, yeah. Robocop. He was baddie Robocop, but also he was oh, in no, that guy. That's that's the that was Red, right? The uh, the dad, the baddie. Have Robocop. you seen Patriot? <laughs> the no, Patriot. No, it's called. It's a it's a TV show called Patriot. No, it's like a it's like a comedy drama. It's like a black comedy, right? And it's got Kurtwood Smith as this boss at this engineering firm called Macmillan who make yeah. you know sp- spinning wash flanges for for pipes he's and stuff, just right? uh, he that he is so typecast into those roles right like i he know just, he's the, like a he's just he's like the, a hard the angry dad CEO. who is the manager at a that's right box company or whatever exactly yeah. um and so he is like that they're a pi- they're like a piping firm installing industrial Pipes Wasn't like he in plants. Total Recall as well? Wasn't he the bad guy in Total Recall? No. Or was that, that was, a different um, guy? That was, uh, fuck me. Oh my God, what was anyway, his name? Michael I- Ironside, something <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, might have been, yeah. They, do, <laughs> don't they look kind of similar though? That was Michael Ironside. Not, not particularly. I mean, they're both Not particularly, heads. but I see, what you're, I see where you're going from. They've yeah. got a similar vibe. Oh, right. um, anyway, Kurt, Kurtwood Smith. Uh, is fantastic in the in Patriot, and I really really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great show, but oh, I, wait, I recommend wait. you watch it. It's very you're very funny. Of, you're thinking it? of Ronnie Cox. What's the deal Ronnie with Cox. The, that '70s show? The guy who always wore the sunglasses. He, there was some controversy around him, right? Didn't he like kill somebody or like uh, or or something? <laughs> Sips, well, this look is up, the problem when, when you Cox. go back this far. Who's Ronnie Cox? They're either, they're either dead. The guy you're thinking of. Okay, a, I'm gonna look a predator, right or they're like well, they've, they've disappeared. No. There's one that was, well, something's going to have happened to him Ronnie, right, over the yeah. last fifty years. Ronnie Cox. That's not this. Um, is, okay, I've looked at Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox, he was an old ass man. He looks like yeah, Bob Hope. No, yeah, you, you you were talking about someone that was in to- Total Recall. Oh this yeah, this was the bad this guy was in the Total Recall. Guy, he was in this guy. Ronnie Cox was in. Uh, wasn't he in RoboCop as well? He was the bad guy in RoboCop. He always played uh, these kind of assholes. Yeah, yeah. 
No, but wait. So, okay, hold on. Total Recall. Sorry, cast. okay. You carry on. I have to just look something up here. Okay, Sharon Stone. It's got, yeah, Michael, Michael Ironside. Ironside. That's yeah, who I was thinking but, of. Michael, but Michael Ronnie, Ironside. Ronnie Cox was the main villain. Yes, yeah. That's Michael right, Ironside yeah. was like his, uh, the, the tip Rachel, of his spear. Rachel Tocotin was, uh, was his fantasy woman on Mars. Right. right. And then but Sharon, Sharon Stone, Stone in an early role. Very hot in that movie, Sharon Stone. Yeah, My yeah, goodness. yeah. I'm looking at a picture of Sharon Stone now and she does not look that great. But I mean, well, she's an she's, old lady she's, now. She's Christ, she's, she's 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 getting on a little bit, right? Like, she looks fantastic. For, okay, what is what's she, the guy's name from that '70s show? That she's sixty-four. 70s show cast. Okay, hang on a second. Sharon Stone doesn't look that great, dude. Danny, she's sixty-four. Danny Masterson. Okay, what happened to Danny Masterson? He's okay. in court for some reason. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Sorry. This is it. I I, I remember <laughs> I remember hearing something, but okay, now it's it's all, all right. become clear. Sharon Stone looks amazing. She's sixty four. She looks amazing. You guys are fucking crazy. Oh, God. No, no. It's so, just it's just one picture that I just looked at. That sometimes, like, if you do a, a search, do a Google uh, search for Total Recall cast, and it gives you like that sequence of images. Sometimes it just picks like like the picture of Michael Ironside there is not a flattering picture either, I would say. And also Arnold Schwarzenegger with a big beard. Um, you know, like there's there's Oh, I see better the pictures. picture you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. She no. looks like petrified or something. Like yeah, that. she she looks she looks but look she great. she looks uh, very thin and untanned. Yeah. Vilos Kohagen. So Kohagen. Lori Quaid. <laughs> That's such get a good... Your, get your ass to Mars. Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. Get Sorry. your ass to so, Mars, so Lori Quaid. I think there's only been a trailer for the that 90s show, but I feel like everyone is has been, I don't know, like like un, un, unusually hype about it because, I don't know, like or, or reacting about it because uh, I think that 70s show I, I thought was, it was terrible. I, I, I know it was a terrible show. Well, I that's it. Yeah. show. Some yeah. people love it though. It was I didn't so like bad. It, it was so bad. It was, it was, well it was just on TV for me. I never sought it out. It was just well, this is it was exactly, on, right? And if it was it on, was I would just sometimes on. leave it on, and occasionally I would turn around and think, "Oh yeah," but for the most part, it was I ignored like it. Default sitcom. It yeah, was it like really they got was. an AI, yeah, it, yeah. like all of these modern AIs could write that fucking sitcom, guaranteed. The girls, the the girls in the show were like kind kind of hot at the time though too though Mother like Kiedis I, was uh, back in the day for sure oh yeah. my god she's 87 she's no, not American. 87 <laughs> I, I guess yeah no that is quite the jest she's uh she's, she's like 39 she's yeah she's around uh like well no she's 39 i'm yeah. telling you she's 39. i'm just i'm just i'm looking at what, it no no i know i was I gonna mean, say around our age but then i realized you're a little bit older grew up than in me. the 90s oh i see like, you yeah, I'm, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if i'd like it that's all because i know do you know what I mean? No. Like, you don't, you don't like anything. You're too old to like things. It's going like, to be one it, of those shows where you're going to watch it and you'll be like, that's not what the 90s was like at all because you <laughs> lived through it. And I'm sure that people who grew up in the 70s watched that show and thought, this is a load of shit. This is not what it was like at all. You it'll know? be things like, look how big the phones are. Fuck off. Yeah. and Fuck off. But it'll also take place in some, some middle of nowhere ass place like that 70s show did, right? Like, what was it? Like, Wisconsin right. or something. <laughs> so like so not only is it the 1970s <laughs> but it takes place in wisconsin which 
is probably still stuck in the 70s. That may as well not day. be considered yeah. the planet Earth, for God's sake. Yeah, I you know. may as well set it on I the know. moon. Yeah, you, Speaking uh, as someone who lives on Jersey, which is stuck in the <laughs> 90s, Jesus, you should throw stones the as The well, 1890s. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I always feel like I've lost 10 years when I go visit you. <laughs> Things like, You're from like, like Ottawa, oh, I didn't know right? they still had a yeah, Ottawa, yeah. a Ottawa's kind of locked in the 70s. Still do it. You, you came from a really boring-ass place that's locked in the 70s. Oh, my God. You, you live Ottawa in a place that's locked in the past, so and you're flaming Wisconsin. Boring. It's insane. The Cheeseheads. Is that what they call them? The Cheeseheads Wisconsin? from Wisconsin? Yeah, I think They'll it is furious. the land of cheese, yeah. They'll be coming at you with their cheese. Hmm. I think Ottawa is still a little things. bit more exciting than all of Wisconsin, though, I would I say. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been there in a long time. I've never been to Wisconsin. I think I anybody I've ever met from Wisconsin kind of says that Wisconsin is pretty boring as well. I'm I'm pretty sure Wisconsin is uh, is uh, making a murder where all that t- stuff took place as well. It was in Wisconsin, oh, really? wasn't it? Just outside of uh, maybe, yeah. Green is it Green Green Bay? Is Green Bay Wisconsin? I'm not sure. The Green Bay Packers. I thought they were in uh, Wisconsin. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Well, somewhere like that. somewhere like that. Sure. It, yeah, Wisconsin, Manitowoc County, Wisconsin. Yeah, there you is, go. Uh, making a murder. Making a murderer. Yeah. Just down Green the road from Green Bay, Bay Wisconsin. Packers. There you go. Green Bay Packers are a team from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Who's their head coach? Matt And I think, I think at some point there was a, I think it was a senator or some, some prominent government figure in Wisconsin named Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. But I think he was a little bit uh, controversial as well. Not, not liked very much from what I uh, gather. Let's have a look. Uh, Ron Johnson. Oh, he's a big Trump supporter. Is yeah, his, uh, yeah, yeah. One issue. Ron Johnson, Wisconsin. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, I'm Ron Johnson. I hail from <laughs> There's Wisconsin. There's some uh, nominative determinism for you as well. If your name rhymes well, no, with the state you're from. if that was the case, from, he would be like a dick doctor, wouldn't he? He would be known yeah. for his Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you know I mean, he'd be, he'd be more... It de- definitely happened to me the other day that there was a bit of that. Someone, the dick doctor. I can't remember. No, there was some <laughs> nominative determinism I saw. It was me recently. I had to go to one of those. Steve Mugger held you up. Some, <laughs> someone was like... <laughs> Stephen Mugger. <laughs> yeah, he told me his name as well. Could you imagine? Uh, the name's Steve Mugger? I, Hi, uh, I'm, I do I'm, this for a living. My name is Henry Omeless. Can you spare a pet? Uh, some, some <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, look, let's, um, let's put a pin in this because uh, we got to go do other things. But uh, thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a merry uh, Christmas season. We may... There may be more. Wait, are we um, not doing another one podcast? before the uh, before Christmas? We'll probably do some, right? I'm away yeah. for a week pretty soon, though. I'll miss one. Yeah, at we least. might do some some mailbags to cover while we're while we're mailbags. away. So please enjoy whatever whatever, whatever the hell we decide whatever, to create whatever, for you. Enjoy yeah. it, please. Yes, please. Yes, thank you. All right, farewell, everybody. Fairly well, Merry Christmas. Thank you so Goodbye. much. Goodbye. All right.